Hello there, welcome to Poet Waffle, episode 26, with me, Daniel Cockrell, where I usually invite a poet round my house for an intimate chat, but this is a special edition of Poet Waffle on the Road, where a poet or artist invites me round their house or workspace for an intimate chat. And during this chat, we'll explore the visceral space between fact and fiction, which I believe is more of a feeling where poets use their emotions to navigate the world and hopefully reveal certain truths that are neglected by those other fields. And it's an absolute honour to be invited into the workspace of filmmaker, artist, cinematographer, photographer, Emma Critchley. Hello. Hello, Emma. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Very good. Um, haven't seen you for ages? No, it's been quite some years. Too many to count. We didn't know. We realised. We, we couldn't realise. <laughs> it's like yeah. when we... I was down doing Brighton Festival, and I think that was the last time yeah. we saw each right. other years ago. I'm, I'm going 2015, but it could be 17, 2017. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think it might be. Yeah. Um... Do you recognise those titles, artist, filmmaker, cinematographer, or maker of installations? Do you go with, if someone asks you what you do, is that what you say, or do you not really pin yourself down with any of those? No, I find, I generally say artist, and then people want to know what sort of art, and then I just say, well, I make films and do sound stuff and installations and... Did you ever consider yourself a photographer at some point? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I trained with you at um, University of Brighton. Was I a student still? No, sorry. No, you weren't a student. You were Because I, I did do that course that yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was a technician. And you so I knew... So I should say when I met you, yeah. So, no, definitely. And I was very much a photographer then. I saw myself as a photographer. So I knew you as a... Pho- I knew you as a photographer. Um, and you were making work underwater. Mm-hmm. For your final degree, mm-hmm. you made underwater work, uh, which was looking at um, light and uh, the uh, this sort of impressionistic colours that come out from when you're lighting water mm. under the water and portraits, these sort of impressionistic portraits of what happens when you take those pictures underwater. Really beautiful, uh, really popular, wasn't they? People really loved mm. them. Um, did you know then that there was, once you'd started to uh, discover that idea of making pictures underwater, did you know then that there was much more to come? There was a bigger, you, you had a bigger idea of what you wanted to do? I think, yeah, I've, I've never had a, b- a big idea of so what I So it's been quite organic. Do. It's very organic. I always work in that way, just kind of follow my nose. I'm quite, I'm very in- instinctive in the way that I work and... I find it really difficult if people ever ask if you've got a three-year or a five-year plan or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I literally don't... I don't think like that. But I did know that I'd, I sort of hit on something that really, really interested me and that I wanted to continue working in that space and, yeah. and, and have done ever since. But um, And the thing that's changed is that, like, kind of broadening out different, you know, mediums that are used. But um, But the space is kind of 
stayed well water as an as an element um has stayed the same so yeah yeah come come a bit closer to the mic just yeah quick, just so, oh, just quick um so yeah you why water you've probably been asked this what what was the thing that um <clears throat> led you to making work with water because i grew up by the coast i don't think you did no so I grew up by the coast, and when I look at the coast line, I'm very. It makes me very melancholy. I have a very melancholy relationship with water. What was it about water that really? Uh, but also, when I first started photography, I would take pictures of water, waterfalls, ah. slow moving water. I always liked what it did in the camera. Yeah. What was it that drew you to water, really? I mean, so that like, I first started taking pictures underwater because, um, so before I did my degree, I went traveling for a year and learned to dive. And um, yeah, so it, um, it was like kind of by chance, I was like, I was on, on, on my own. I thought, right, I should, let's do something, like have a sort of project to do when I arrive. And so, yeah, the first thing I did, like other side of the world uh, was learn to dive and absolutely loved it. Like just being in that space um, just really, I just, yeah, was completely drawn to it. And then spent the rest of that year kind of working my way around and, and diving, really. So then when I did my, when I did my foundation and did my degree, and then in the summer between the first and second year, I went on a marine conservation project to Indonesia, to Sulawesi, tiny little island called Benakan, um, for a month, just because I wanted to dive again, because I hadn't been diving for a while. And because I was doing that degree, mm. I... Um, bought a, it looked like Lego, like this yellow point-and-shoot yeah. camera that was just... Uh, underwater camera. Underwater camera. Yeah, yeah. From a guy who used to clean the tanks in the marina. <laughs> uh, not in the marina, in the Sea Life Centre. Right. Amazing. So, yeah, he just got this tank. And the flash, hilariously, so you could only attach the flash on the side, and it's the exact place that you're not meant to put a yeah, flash yeah, yeah. with the camera, because if you point it straight out, all you get is like a snowstorm back. Yeah. Yeah. And the only place you could, you know, it's, it's firmly fixed in so exactly the wrong place. Of, you were getting a load of white pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I went, yeah, went away. It was all film, you know, digital wasn't yeah, yeah. really yeah. happening then. On a tiny little island, like, you know, there was no phone signal. There was absolutely nothing. It took like two days to get there from, you know, the place where we landed. So anyway, I was shooting away there merrily thinking that I was taking all these wonderful pictures Half the time of the flash, half the time not, because there was, you know, really good light, because you're in Indonesia. Uh, and then came back and had reels and reels of film, and I just remember getting pulled back from the lab. And then just being, like, yeah. horrendous snowstorms. But there were a few in there. Yeah. And they were, your, yeah. they were mainly of the people jumping off the boat. Like, so we went, I went off looking for whales and dolphins off this, um, on this boat for a while. And it was the people jumping in. And I was capturing them suspended yeah, yeah, in water. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I hadn't used a flash because I was right at the surface that I was really interested. I'd taken loads of, like, you know, <clears> sea <throat> creatures and stuff. It's funny that because the movement in your work, there is a lot of movement yeah. of, from people yeah. doing stuff, isn't yeah. there? So yeah. do you, is that, that's always been a theme. Well, well, even even the, the still ones of the portraits, it is always the movement of the yeah, clothes the or something. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, so, like... Maybe it's about movement. Maybe, I mean, the thing that I just love about that space is how everything changes. So light, sound, <coughs> smell, yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. So the way that we relate to our bodies, 
just completely changes and you have to sort of re-align yourself. For me, when I go swimming, it's the only... So I hate swimming pools, but I like sw- water. Yeah. I like being in the water. So yeah. I, you know, the lights and the noise, I really hate it. But yeah. the yeah. when I get in the water, yeah. it's the only time that I'm not thinking about breathing. Because yeah. I'm, if I'm swimming, I, my breath is constant. It's the only yeah. time. Yeah. And I love the sensation of when I'm underwater. It falls away. Um, I, it gets rid of all that yeah. echoey noise. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm... I like being in the water for that reason. Yeah, exactly. So that that <coughs> was the thing I would say. Well, that and that is something that a sort of thread, I guess, through it is like thinking about all those changes that happen, and how can we think about those changes? You know, how does that change the way we think about ourselves in the everyday? And that, I've like. Are you drawn to the colour of the ocean of the different colours? Because I'm yeah. the one of the. I remember swimming in a reef. We were snorkeling and we saw a turtle and he went over the edge of the reef. And the, that blue, blue that he yeah. swam into, that deep blue, you sometimes get it in the sky, but very rarely. And I kept swimming down. And at that moment, I, I was on my honeymoon. But if I hadn't have been on my honeymoon, I've, I would have been, I was so calm, I would have been happy to swim to my death, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and follow him. Because it was just, I was so drawn yeah. to the, and then I looked, I was like, actually, I've got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Because it would be this would be a bad time to go, but I'm really drawn to that colour of yeah. that, that deepness that you sometimes capture in your pictures yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I sometimes <clears throat> capture. I wouldn't say that I, I go out Set to look out for to, that yeah, yeah. for that colour or explore the blues in that way. But I am hugely drawn to it, and I just love you know living by the sea. Just yeah, yeah. Though I like the kind of cobalt blue, that kind of like grey blue that you yeah. know. But yeah. just that it is, it just changes all the time, and yeah, it's, it's amazing. But I know that, but yeah, when you're looking down, I did free dive training, and the amount of time that you would spend staring into that really, yeah, really yeah. deep blue. It's dangerous, right? Is that why people can go down for so long? Because they're, Cause they're just they're yeah, quite lured, hard. yeah. <laughs> so, going back to the conservation thing, because yeah. you mentioned it early on, was that always? I, ne- I I don't get a sense of that in that early work. No, but was it there? Was you? <clears throat> was so you thinking about that? It, so for me personally, it's always been there, but they've, I've not brought it into my work. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. bring it into my work until, kind of at the end of my MA, that I just started thinking about, like the relation, our relationship with the environment that we inhabit, and and how water brings that interdependence with the space that we inhabit to the fore. So when you're in water, you're held by that space. You know, mm. it's so apparent, and everything we do affects. The space around us in a, in a very immediate way and how everything or the slight changes in that space affect us you know mm. just and then thinking about you know um that on a wider scale so the conservation thing was yeah I, I mean I've, I've always had that as a sort of passion and an interest yeah in mind but I didn't bring it into my work for a long long time yeah I, I, I watched a little video of you describing how um People who've been out into the sea must have this sensation. If you swam out a long way or gone, paddled out a long way, you realise, even in that sense, how big yeah. the, the, the space is, that you never really get that if you go into... Like, you might find it if you go into a very large playing field. Yeah, yeah. But very, like you not, don't get in a no. forest, you're very enclosed, but yeah. in, a, in the ocean or the sea, when yeah. you swim out yeah. and you're miles from the shore, yeah. and you, I love it. you get a sense of, oh my God, we yeah. are very vulnerable. Yes, yeah, yeah, 
absolutely. That's what's just incredible about it. It just puts you in your place very quickly, in a brilliant way. Do, do you think your work uh, has impact on the people that need to hear it? So if I was... I suppose the things I get frustrated in in life is the politicians or the economists or the teachers, the heads, of the head teacher. If you ask them what we're doing, mm. why are we doing this? Mm. Like why are we taking this test or why are we trying to make all this money? There's not really an answer there. I don't really get right. an answer back of like, yeah. oh, this is a good idea. Yeah. So like when people are drilling massive holes in the sea or anywhere, yeah. you think, why are we still doing this? Is this yeah. a good thing yeah. to do? It's kind of a blind yeah. progression yeah. of, oh, this is what we need to do to exactly. progress wherever. Yes. Yeah. Do you think, are people listening now? Are, do you think the politicians are listening or has your work touched someone that has gone, okay, I'm going to change? Or Well, that yeah, I'm not sure about that That direct. That's extremely yeah. direct, isn't it? But... Um, well, I guess it, I was thinking at that level, at a politician's level. I am really into so the, the project that I'm working at the moment, which is about deep sea mining or for rare earth minerals, which hasn't yet started, but is, a, is kind of very imminent. I am, at the, same, like, at the same time as making the work, I'm working with um, people who are at the International Seabed Authority conferences where the regulations, where the debate about whether they're going to, it's going to start is happening, and... If so, what regulation? Well, they are they're trying to draw up a mining contract, a code of practice, and at the moment um, we're trying. So this um, amazing guy, Pradeep Singh, who's a law of the sea expert, um, I'm working with him and, and quite a few other people. Anyway, to try and put my work. So I made a film called Common Heritage, which is about the Common Heritage of Mankind Treaty and and kind of like the history of deep sea mining, and so we're working to put that in the space so that delegates who are at the conference they do they do these side panels basically um side events around the conference where a lot of the ngos try and talk to the de delegates and kind of say hey do you know actually what's down there do you mm. know what yeah and so we're trying at the moment there's the potential that the film will be showed there if not in march in july in the conference in july so in that sense there's a there's hopefully a direct impact because the work is another way of communicating what the NGOs and people in a completely different way yeah yeah um are trying to say so uh, and, it, and I'm actually trying to get out there trying to get me out there in July to speak as well so it's so in that I'm for this particular issue I've been working on it since 2015 or 16 and I'm just I'm so sort of invested in it that yeah, I am yeah, working yeah. on both levels and and the work so I'm doing an R&D of that project at the moment and we're holding two convenings, we're calling them, um, where we show the film, Common Heritage, the one that I made before. Then we have a panel discussion with experts from law, some um, activists from, who are on the front line, scientists. And then, but then people wanting people who are also slightly pro-mining as well, mm. to, you know, to mm. kind of have that conversation in the room. But hopefully it will be general public that will, you know, from all different um, perspectives that will be in the room. So we'll have the uh, panel discussion after, and then after that we're going to do a bit of workshopping to kind of for people to think what might this mean to me, how might I relate to the deep ocean. So in that sense, for me, it is really important that we, I want to be talking to as many people as possible, um, and trying to situate the work outside the gallery context as well as inside the gallery context to kind of. 
Yeah, I think the have conversations. You know, when I look at the earth, like just coming on the train here in Brighton, so I went from London to Brighton, and you just look at the sort of scars that we've left yeah. across, and it it is. I think it's really hard to think. Can we carry on doing this, and not just spoil this? Oh, let's let's go down and let's start spoiling the oceans even more. Yeah. Than yeah. we've already done. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of tragic, and I don't, you know, I don't know where where I would start with it. But you, you've got a whole network of people that yeah. have been working on this for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think it's a a battle that's going to be won, or you just don't know at the moment? Is I, it, it's is looking it like it will start. It's looking like it will start. Really, I th- I don't know when, but I th- I, th- I think it probably will. But it's it's um when and how is the big is the big question. Um. That's just from, you know, people that I talk to. It it kind of feels like that's the way that it will go. But hopefully, so there's a moratorium um, that some countries, New Zealand, France, I can't remember, but quite a few other countries, well, not a huge amount, but a handful of countries Mm. have signed to say, um, to stall, you know, it's starting until we have enough scientific evidence, which is a brilliant thing because what's enough? You know, in a Mm. way, it's just kind Mm. of like, trying to put the brakes on a bit and say we don't know anything about the ecosystems down there really relatively in relation to you know what we know on land I mean they do know stuff but you know what I mean yeah yeah and and how how can we start to calculate impact the impact it's going to have because we know so little just like in terms of time so one of the things they want to mine is these polymetallic nodules which are like these kind of lumps of coal really that Mm. sit on the bottom they're not coal but they look like them they take between two no, so they grow between 2 to 15 millimetres per million years. Oh, wow. So And they're just going to do it? They're just going to, you know, suck them all up. And you, so once, you know, that's, mm. none of that stuff is going to come back within our lifetime or, you know. I think, on, as a, on a hopeful point, I think when I look at my kids, they're so much more aware than I was. So it's not that big a distance. Yes. You know, so it's only... There's 40 years difference between yeah, me and them. Yeah, yeah, so they've yeah, got yeah. a real handle on looking after themselves. You know, they yeah. don't eat crap. Yeah. Which I, I'd always hate crap. Yeah. You know, and they also <laughs> yeah. have an understanding of, like, oh, if we're doing this yes. to the earth, we're kind of doing this to ourselves. They're much yeah. more conscious of yeah. Definitely. what they're hurting. And so I think there's a massive... That, so And they're not alone. Their whole class would be like that. And yeah. There's probably classes across the world like that. Yeah. So hopefully, when that generation has grown up, it's just in them to be like, "Come yeah. on, let's stop now." Let's stop exactly. Whereas I think the older generation, probably a bit older than me or yeah. my age, who are still wanting to do this to make money. Yeah, it's the idea uh, of progress how, and know, growth. I think those people probably won't be as conscious because it's yeah they're having a really nice life. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah, got a exactly. big house. Why would they change? You know, their whole family's like, oh, yeah. they're going to the best restaurants, yeah. flying around the world, yeah. staying in the best hotels. Yeah. They're not going to want to change because it suddenly, oh, that's going to impact me. Yeah. Even though they don't realise it. The, they'll think they can go to the moon. <laughs> well, there you go. Let's just go and mess up Mars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, let's, should we go there? Can we, should we talk about Elon Musk? Or is like, oh. you've got views on that? I mean, yeah, I really, I just think it's ridiculous. Like, we need to look after what we've got. And if you think about it, I mean, there's all these fantasies about Mars. 
it's, it'd be horrendous. You couldn't go out. Even You'd be more, stuck. Even more horrendous than the, the thing they're trying to create for us now when we're all trapped. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, exactly. I we all are all trapped. We're like, all Ill. Everyone's ill. Yeah. Like, all the parents I know are on some sort of medication. Yeah. And I'm like, and if, you know, to stop them going mad, it's like, well, I'm like, no, you, that madness is, you're mad for a reason. Yeah. Because this is mental, what yeah. we're doing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> imagine, but imagine that in a kind of domed know, environment yeah. where you yeah. can't grow lettuce. Air, growing lettuce. <laughs> it's like those biosphere projects didn't work. You know what I mean? They, I went they collapsed. To, I went to Alaska with Mark, actually. He was on the last podcast. And when we were... So we were inside the, the Arctic Circle and they were growing vegetables in in their little domes. And it was... I thought, yeah, this is great, but, you know, you could probably harvest them better. Yeah, enough. exactly. So, so it's the almost like that preparing. sold to us. But they're preparing for the, yeah. for the apocalypse. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I just... But, but we've got so... I mean, it's just, like you said, tragic. We've just got this beautifully balanced earth that everything... You know, the more you find out about <clears throat> nature, it's like, it's just so beautiful in no. the way that everything... And also, those projects that they're doing are with other people... Our money. Well, this is... Like, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, yeah, they're okay, money. So that's the thing that gets me. It's that like, money... Can you, just give it, into... can you just give it back to us? Yeah. It was ours. <laughs> That money went into conservation projects. It's like wow, we'd be in a different place. Yeah, it's so Makes much money, and, it, it, and it's completely. That's a bit bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. That oh, imagine if you spent that billion on making sure marine protected areas, yeah. or you know, all over the globe. Yeah. And making sure people got enough food. Exactly. Be, that'd be good. I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But no, we're going to have a little trip in the in the yeah, spaceship. Yeah, one person can go on a spaceship. I know, yeah. And, and all that money. You know, wow. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. It's a bit sick, isn't it? But yeah. we are, we do live in a very, you know, sick warped. society, a warped sick society. Um, how long have we been going? Uh, do you think? Do you want to have a go at what we call on the poet waffle the big question? <laughs> yeah, why not? So Emma, you've gone for. Should the space inside your head be free? Yeah. Don't know what that quite means, but did you have any ideas of that? Or so, I was I was drawn to it on a very sort of impulsive. Yeah. In a very impulsive way, because at the moment I just keep craving headspace. Yeah. <laughs> and I just keep saying, all I need is a bit of headspace. headspace. I just need some. Headspace. And that's because you, you're you're working really hard on projects. Um, which people can find on your website probably yep. and look up. But you've also got a small person to a look after. So that is why all your fog <laughs> exactly. comes in. Yeah. And I just feel like sometimes I can't think. Do well, have, I mean, a lot. I think I feel like I can't Do you can't still think. have the bouncy feeling of not having slept? Yeah, yeah. Like now. Yeah. I've been awake since 4.15. Yeah, it's I kind of mad. I, when when I first experienced that, like, all bouncing around, yeah. like, you do feel like you're on the moon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you, like, you have no idea what's going on. But it, I kind of liked it. You feel like you're stoned yeah. the yeah, whole yeah. time, and you're just getting by of, like, oh, they need food now, or they... Yeah. But then when you have to think, when yeah. you have to oh, do no. work... Disaster. 
it's yeah <laughs> so when I read that I was just like yes the space inside my head should be free <laughs> also you think you're never going to be able to think ever again ever again Did I you? know I, I, I asked this quite a lot like, does it come back do the yeah. brain cells come back oh, or when, they de- when they're dead I think they definitely changed dead. I got um, <laughs> I hit my head at centre park as well got some ser- serious concussion <laughs> and I'm sure there's things wow. that have just gone Oh God! I'm sure I find it hard. I don't because I always say, oh, maybe it's just getting older. But I'm sure I find it harder to find words and people's names and yeah. From that's, being, I mean, I've never been good. Oh, that's terrible, though. Yeah, no. I mean, I've yeah. never been good with names or numbers, but just yeah, it's finding words. I just can't. So you want free space in your head to get rid of some of the fog. Yeah, for the fog to clear and and to be able to just think. I think like working creatively. You'd never know, you know, you need time and space for ideas to think. And and like, so, you know, you do your kind of research and you're working with people. I work a lot with people because I love it. Like, I love working with people. I don't want to be a kind of solitary artist. But at the same time, you need to, especially with Zoom, I think, since COVID. I hate Zoom. There's so many, there's so much talking, so much talking. And then, like, at the moment, I'm just trying to carve out one of my three days a week without any Zooms. I've, tr- I've managed it once. Do you I think... I think to have Zo- some space. I think Zoom is like a phone call, but you can't walk around. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can yeah. see you, innit? Yeah. I, and I can't do them. Yeah. Can- Which, you know, what's, what's funny is, like, Zoom happened at the same time as I had my baby. So I had Maya on the first day of lockdown. So is that as in... Oh, mate. Okay. And over this period... Like, when I came back into the world, like, out of the fog of, like, mm. bonkersness, and uh, started working again, I was asking everyone to Skype. <laughs> and really, everyone was yeah, just yeah. like, what are you talking about, Skype? We, we Zoom. <laughs> I Zoom, yeah. And I'm just like... Yeah. Shall we Skype? It's like yeah, the yeah. whole... But, but it, yeah, and then now everything is Zoom. And I... And I Do you know what I hate I about use it? it a lot because I work with Zoom people reminds place, me but... of the most horrific period in my Oh, right. Life of being locked down. Right. Which I hated. Yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. and people still want to do it. I know. I'm like, what are you on about? <laughs> so you enjoy, they enjoyed lockdown, I think. Right. Like, I'm Zooming. Zoom parties. I'm Zooming. Zoom. I'm like, I yeah. hate Zoom. Doing it. I'm like, Man, I can't do Zoom. So that's why I do the podcast. Yeah. Next to someone. Because I like that oh, definitely. experience. Because yeah. I can't talk over the phone, really. Right, right. And I can't, I definitely can't Zoom. No, So right. people think I'm really rude. Because yeah. I just have to switch off sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I'm not doing it. And they're like, where did you go? I was like, oh, I had to go because I was about to have a meltdown. <laughs> but because I think it reminds me of the worst yeah, okay. two years yeah. of, of human, of my human history, of yeah. not my, of collective human history yeah. where I live. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it wasn't that bad, Yes. But yeah. I did, it did affect my mental health terribly. Right, I couldn't yeah. do just normal everyday things that yeah. were kept me well yes. and sane. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so yeah, exactly. get rid of Zoom. Get rid of Zoom. That would create headspace. Is yeah. it because then you can have you can have as many meetings as you want, can't you, with Zoom? It's not about the time it takes you know, you don't I guess if you're going to meet someone, you think about the time that it would take to go and meet them and where yeah. they are and all of that. So you might have less meetings because it take more to do, but, you but when you better. do, and you you would prepare better. You know, so you prepare. No, but I mean that in a good way. If you yeah, had yeah. less meetings, because you'd be more yeah, focused yeah. on exactly Absolutely. which meetings you need, you'd prepare better. 
and you just have the ones you really, really need. Whereas now, zoom, 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 all the yeah. time. So anyway. And then at the end of the day, you're like, what have I, what have I, and now I've just got a list of things. That and I then some do. people then go on to social media. Yeah. And then oh, go, God. yeah, no. Are you, a, you're not a social media person. Or you, you, I use you're it, but like, a, I'm for, for work. Yeah, exactly. So I never post anything personal. No, I, I do it for work and I'm terrible at doing it. Yeah, I am now. I like photograph I, something and think that, that would be a good Instagram post and a week later. Oh, yeah. I like go, oh, I didn't put it up. I know, that's the world's not designed for us because we, I'm the same. I'm, when I was working, doing Bangs of the Gun a lot, I I used it a lot. Yeah, it's a tool. But I hated it. But I did it a lot, so I was yeah. always on there. Now I don't do that. Uh, I'm not on there. Yeah, and great. P- people were like, "Oh, why?" You know, and I'm a bit like, "Oh, I should." Should, post, should I, post do you know it. what? You were the person oh, yeah. who told me you should never use the word oh, I should. should. Yeah, and like that still is brilliant. Could you is should, amazing. Why? Why should yeah. you? What, what could you do, and what would you do? Yeah. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast Have before. You? It's brilliant. But I still I th- think it, about that's it. A ma- that that's a math that changed my life. Changed my life. That it's a prime example of you should use yeah. Instagram. Why? Never you should. No. And I haven't since. Since so probably for the last twelve years, I haven't used the word should, and my yeah. life is better yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a much better person because of it. You know, I I can say when people say, "Can you do this?" I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Because I'd I'd only be doing it because society yeah. felt that it's the right thing to do. Or yeah. collectively people think, Oh, that's a good idea, why don't you and for me it would be a terrible idea. Yeah. You know, it'd be you are just gonna, you know, make me have a, a real meltdown, I'll end up be depressed for, you know, yeah. two months if I do that. Yeah. So yeah, it's been very good for me. Because I, I I don't know if I mentioned it, so um I'm going through my autism diagnosis at the moment. Okay. I don't think I mentioned it on here before. Um, I've known for ages, probably 10 years, but it's good to get the... Because yeah. it's on the NHS, it's taking forever. Yeah. So I've already been going through the process for like over a year and a half. And I think there's another year and a half. But it's good. They drip feed you little things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. And it's it, it makes a lot of sense. You're yeah. like, okay, that's why I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's good to get the stamp of approval yeah. to say yes, because it affects all your, you know, your relationships with every everyone and everything. Yeah. Your work. Yeah. Your your actual home life. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you realise, you're like, it's suddenly suddenly they're accepting. Yeah. 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 But it's, it helps. Yeah. You understand. I think just understanding. Yeah, understanding mm. myself exactly. and understanding. One of the things that the, when I was doing this sensory thing, which was very fun, and we've been talking about light and things yeah. in the water, and why being in the water is probably really good for me. Cause yeah. It cuts out cuts all that. Cuts it all out. That's but why I like working. One of the things uh, she said, oh, do you, we can't keep jelly sweets in the house because I eat them all. And the woman was like, she goes, oh, do you chew jelly sweets? I said, yeah, I just go through the whole pack in one go, like a Haribo's or jelly snakes or whatever. And so we don't keep them in the house. She goes, oh, do you like the taste of them? I said, oh, no. And I'd never thought of it. I said, no, you say it. I, I don't. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been doing it just because I'm chewing on something to wow. release. Do you what know. about chewing gum? Yeah, I do chewing gum, but after a while it's too soft. Right, 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 right. So I've got this um, old Casio watch on, which is the right... 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I chew yeah. on it. Okay. I didn't realise. Right. But wow. apparently you can get these necklaces that you wear yeah. that look kind of trendy. Yeah. And you can chew on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. going to get one of those. Nice. So people don't think I'm a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> on the bus, you know. <laughs> but yeah, if I'm driving, I'll yeah. probably have a, you know, I'll stop at the service station. Yeah, and get, get jelly sweets. Get some wine gums and, and Gina would look at me and go, you're not going to eat all of it. And by the, it can only be an hour journey. By the time I've got home, I've eaten two packs wow. of jelly. It's terrible really, isn't it? So it's not good for my blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the... Uh, um, Oh, we, I think we answered the question well. I think you've done... I think yeah. that was a good... Is that a good all right? One. We did talk about, previous to this, about um, the space inside your head being free, not having outside influences making decisions, you know, yeah. impacting your life. But I liked... I like your answer better. Yeah. With, um, you know, as a person... At the moment, I'm screaming for free space in my mm. head. And I'm I sure guess. everyone has that. If you're at work... If you've got a really yeah. busy nine to five yeah, yeah. job, and you come. I don't up, think I'm on my own with it at all. I think that's where me and Gina clash in the evenings. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but watching television. Yeah. I want to watch something that's a bit. Switch off. No, not switch off. Oh. I want to. I want to watch something that sort of makes me think. Yes. Uh, and okay. she wants to watch something that yeah, is right, a complete right, load right, of. Right, right. So I don't know what these programs are, but yeah, she'll say, yeah. "Oh, do you want to watch what's something that's on at the Baker. moment?" I don't know whether it's... Kind of Baker, yeah, she'd yeah. watch that. Or this... She hasn't started watching it yet, the police one. With the, I don't know what it's called. It's Sunny. Sunny Dale. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Sunny What's Dale. It called? Is it yeah, called that? Yeah, yeah, I think It's it not called that. Isn't it? I don't think no. so. But anyway, she and she'll want to watch that, and I don't want to watch yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Any flip... So what about you? Do you what do you watch on telly? Um, I'm, I'm a bit like you. I don't like... Yeah. Most time I like um, what do we like do you know what don't, I mean I end up just watching Channel 4 News oh yeah there you go, the yeah, time, yeah. which is really boring. I don't watch the and news. then like and then uh, uh, Netflix or not Netflix but like a, a series yeah I mean put, put so my, I only wa- I watch a series because my boys got into them so you'll get that so things that I'd never watch yeah 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 like Cobra Kai and right What's the other thing they were? Oh, Stranger Things. I right, don't think, okay. I, I think yeah. I watched a few of the first episodes of Stranger Things yeah. and thought, oh, okay, I've done it. Yeah. I don't really need. Yeah. But they watched the whole lot. Yeah, and right. I sat there. And then you really enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. same with kids' films, you yeah, know. Yeah. I would never have gone to see Moana or something like that, but because they were yeah. that age, yeah. you suddenly come out and think, that was an amazing film. Because yeah. they're, they're actually, you know, buzzed up by it, you know. But, um, but yeah, now that's all gone now. They're just. They want to play Rocket League right. on PlayStation or what's the other one? Mi- not Minecraft. What's the other one? Um, Fortnite. Oh, okay. They're into that. Fortnite used to be a TV program in the eighties. Did it? I think it was for Fortnite. Eighties or Nightmare. Eighties or nineties on a Friday. Anyway, that's. Is that uh, is that your teenage years? No, you would have no. been young. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that is digressing, but yeah. Um, um, so what's next on your work? This the the deep sea yeah mining project yeah. And what's the timeline of that? And where and can people see it and catch up on it? And yeah, so I'm in this R and D period at the moment that finishes end of June. Um, 
and I'm saying that because I've got funding to do that. I don't normally set myself a timetable. Do you for my do R&D. the fu- do you do the funding things yourselves, or do you have a team of people that work with you to I work, help you do it? Now, I, now I work with someone because I'm dyslexic, and so mm. you can get dyslexic support, which I only realised relatively oh, no, yeah. recently. You can get someone. You can get paid money. Yeah. Oh my god! I that mean, that's is... why I need the stamp. For yeah. my because I because can see, get it. I was going to say that was a similar thing for me realizing <clears throat> that I was dyslexic. It happened late on my MA, not right. like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I just yeah, I just remember crying when I when I because it just suddenly made sense. You see your the relief because yeah. you suddenly replay all these moments in your life and you understand. And when you were little, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. That's what, what? my when yeah. I was little like. Definitely. Oh, that's why they. I was. Yeah. Treated in a certain way because I thought I was being normal. Right, yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah, thought yeah. you were, you know, yeah. were different, you know, so that you yeah. were pushed to the side. Probably, yeah. you know, you'd hope it wouldn't happen so much now, but I think, yeah. you know, um, yeah, and you can suddenly be yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always just been really, like, hard on myself because I couldn't understand why <clears> I couldn't <throat> be, like, really quick witted to yeah, be honest yeah, 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 and stuff yeah, like yeah. that it's like it's there but it's just that I can't find the words kind of thing in there anyway so yeah, yeah. so that was why Why were we talking about that feeling informed fully informed <clears throat> for the for your oh um, for the application so anyway so I have help with that now that's brilliant which yeah. is massive because yeah I mean to be honest the the for, anyway let's not get into that politics of that but the, the forms at the moment I think everybody needs support so, filling in well, I did, <coughs> I've been successful once, once. Uh, that okay, I did myself but it almost killed me yeah, yeah I'd really hate yeah, it. so then yeah. I thought I can't do that again but I'd done a few and I didn't get didn't yeah. get the funding yeah and I was like why would I spend this time where some people can just fill them in yeah and not yeah, really yeah, send yeah. off and might get the funding yeah but i spend so much time doing yeah them oh, they I'm, take a long forms time are yeah really, i find them really difficult but also they do take a long time what you have to have in place <clears throat> i think do you know what um i did recently i've applied for a job to get some money but they allowed me to speak as a voice note Oh, my great. application yeah, yeah which yeah, was a yeah, massive yeah, help for me yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. writing it down is it's agony yeah. for me because I, I think it's some sort of poem yeah <laughs> like editing it out making yeah. sure yeah, and yeah, most yeah, yeah. people are just filling in oh that's that's yeah. the correct information and I'm like oh man what's, this sounds terrible yeah. so, so we're, if I'm able to speak it it's a much yeah it's a much nicer way of doing it. so I wish the Arts Council would probably do something like that yeah I should put that in there. One of feedback. their four, feedback forms yeah. that I have to. Yeah. Can you? Can I do this as a voice note? This feedback form. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, yeah. terrible. So yeah. So once you've got the funding, how does that? So I've got that, funding for this yeah. at the moment, and then I'll, I'll reapply for more funding. And then anyway, so yeah. So they are. So <clears> at the end of these six months, I will have produced like three films actually. So um, I, I wanted to make during the you know between this period as well so it's like research to be making and then um so that would be like a film triptych where I'm working with a dancer and then um and then the main project whatever that's going to be will be finished end of next year and do you still aim for things to be on gallery walls or is it you don't know where these things you, I don't know open, yeah. at the moment <clears throat> I'm I'm really interested in spaces outside the gallery mm. as well as inside just because of what we were talking about before I think it's just I want to have conversations with everybody and when um, you say spaces outside um, like projected onto walls it, or in streets or so, pub, so it public has a bigger, yeah, public. So pub, people yeah. who wouldn't necessarily see it as exactly. art would want to go yeah. would see it yeah yeah. 
Um, but then with this project, I'm, I'm like working with musicians, dancers. So this is what's quite interesting is this is like the live version of what I'm doing with the dancer for film is becoming more just talking about it more and people are like, this could be a live thing, you know, and then with mm. the musician, it's like, well, this could be a gig and then then it could sort of fit in a music context, it could be in a dance context, it could be an art gallery. So that's kind of, I really like that at the Do moment. Do you see yourself as a director? Of, Would you call yourself a director? Is that I don't a call kind myself of, anything really. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess so in a way, <laughs> but I, don't, I just, I don't really like labels. Yeah, 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 no, I <laughs> I'm agree. I'm just kind of, I just I think no one does, yeah. Do what I do. I do really, I and it just and it changes. Um, yeah. But I get, I guess so. In in one sense, yeah. If you had to, but um, just an artist. You, I just where, keep saying artist. When you picked up, <clears throat> do you get someone to film the stuff, or you are you filming it as a, the I, moving image? I mean, I film. Yeah. Um, the last two projects I couldn't because they were in water and I was heavily pregnant, so I really painfully had to hold. Yeah. hand my camera over <laughs> to somebody else right, right. and then had a live feed from my camera and then I directed oh, wow. them with a okay. mic into the water. That's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Or you did oh, like your I just wanted yeah, yeah. the camera. Not that they were bad, but you know what I mean? It's like just And are you framing things like you were, that you, how you learnt to frame things as a photographer? Are I you, are yeah. you, because uh, I, when I write, I definitely write as if I'm editing pictures. Yeah, you know, yeah, interesting. Together. So do you still, have a sense of, oh, I'm putting these images... Yeah. It felt like that when I've watched some of the yeah, films. definitely. I think so. Definitely. I've definitely... Cut, I think I've come... Yeah, you can tell that I come from a photography background. Right, that yeah, kind yeah, of language yeah. and that way of composing the different components and aesthetics and the light and the, you know, all of them... All of these those things, I think, come from a, from a photography background. It was interesting when I was doing my MA, like, you know over 10 years ago now, but um, that um, we had like this crit that was a cross college crit. And um, one of the first things I was like the first in the first group that did it, it was like a new thing. So it was sculpture and painting and photography. And the first thing that was said about like, I was just had this, like some rushes of a film that I was making. And um, they were just like, why is it so polished? Why is it lit? You know, I had the whole crit was about like it just it looks like an advert. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what, what? <laughs> you know, but because I think within like the photography lot, we didn't like that's just part of what we do. Like yeah, you yeah. make, you know, and it was really interesting because it's really you know sculpture was just anti that. Like, why does it need to look nice? Why yeah, does it need yeah, to, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it was a it was a brilliant. It's really interesting. Just makes you realize like actually the and the language that you use to describe you know like you saying like you're writing being like editing and and it's just it, yeah. I don't know who said it, but there's a there's a quote about the thing that people think is wrong about your work. So if they're to, that's the thing you should concentrate and turn up right to a level. <laughs> that's great because that's the thing that that gives that's your um, that's, that's yeah. your own bit. Yeah, that isn't what everyone else is doing. Yeah. So the thing that go oh that's wrong. So soon, yeah. if I'd have known that as if a lecturer says oh no that's not right, you'd be like okay that's what that's I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. do that every time. <laughs> And I'd give that if you if I'd give that advice to anyone coming through. It's just like yeah, find the bit that no one else is doing that everyone says that's wrong. Yeah, that's the bit you that's turn up to unique. eleven, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I like that. What was I going? Oh, do you, the one thing I said. <clears throat> you've got you've won loads of awards. 
quite a few. And you've been quite successful in... Do you feel successful as an artist? No. I mean... Because it it's very impressive. It reads very impressive of what you've done I, I in a very short period. that I'm lucky to still be making work mm. as an, and being still being an artist. Yeah. So, in that sense... I feel, yeah, feel very fortunate that I've been able to just keep going. Because <clears throat> you can sometimes feel... Not but I don't, I definitely wouldn't... Say, there's always... Because I think you f can feel not successful. But yeah. I, I think it's success because you, you're doing it. That is, a, I think, is a massive success. Because most... I think, however people make work, I don't think it matters if, if you have to get a job to make the work or if you've got enough money to... yeah. It's still that a, success. a success. I think it's a I think success. that's what I mean. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't think, yeah, I am a successful artist, but I think, I think yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to still be able to be making work. Um, yeah. And big projects. And be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And big projects. It's, yeah, it's hugely fortunate to be able to do that. Definitely. And projects that <coughs> I initiate most of the time are kind of my own. And I like the way that it's been organic from yeah. making stills to, oh, yeah. I'm going to keep adding bits or taking them to places. Yeah, because I, I definitely like, like, it's kind of like what you're saying, like, but the environmental thing and also with film, it's like I don't, and even now working like with dancers, I've only just started doing that and I really like, sort of didn't want to work with dancers for a long time because of all the cliches around mm. that underwater. Mm. So I, I definitely don't, do something until it unless it feels right. Feels right, yeah. And then so I, I would, yeah, it's not like I want to work with a dancer now. You know, it was kind of like there was a project the first time that was like, oh no, this feels like movement could be really important. Like human movement could be really important to this. So then I just started exploring it in that way. But yeah, I, I don't want to. Was the Covent you did a thing in the Coventry swimming pool? Yeah. Was, it, was that the first time you'd use a a, a dancer the, in in a pool? Because it was really. Fascinating of watching the dancer in the empty pool, and mm. then I was when I was first watching it, I was thinking, "Is it the same pool?" And obviously, it is. Yeah, it was before and after. It I know, yeah, very yeah. good, very, very good. So, it, was that the first time you done? They kind of happened. So, the the project that I did in Venice and that one happened concurrently, partly because of um, COVID and and having a baby and stuff. I'm trying to think which yeah they 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 both kind of happened they both happened at the same time, I think I think see this is memory fog yeah, yeah. I shot the was the thing invent for the Venice Biennale or something else that yeah that there's a piece called Witness that I made <coughs> that I did yeah. so I did a I did a residency in Venice it's called mm. the Earth Water Sky Residency that was like um so you did a, a period of research first. Um, and then, yeah, made the work, and that, and that was working with a dancer. So um, was working with the Ice Memory Project, which was which was amazing. And yeah, they both kind of ended up happening around the same time. The Coventry Bars, and um, Witness, and having a baby. <laughs> I, there was like a, I had my hence, hence the brain fog now, in the yeah, in the middle yeah, yeah. of both those projects. So I started them both, and then I had to finish. All at the same time, wow. After, yeah. <laughs> so you haven't caught up with yourself, you're still exhausted from... Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that, I don't think you ever catch up, do you, talking to other people? Um, 
Well, you do. I think it's. I think I'm definitely. It's definitely easier now. Mm. But I don't only because I've got twin boys, two together. Yeah. So I think the hard bit was the first bit. I can't. Yeah. But now I'm reaping the rewards. Yeah. I think from about four onwards, you really reap the rewards of yeah. having twins. Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, saying that, it's only because my two do can do similar things. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if you've got twins who don't do similar things. It's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But luckily, they get on well enough yeah. to want to do the same things together. So, yeah. And, and they're kind buddy. of best mates. Yeah. They also can hurt each other, but they are best mates. So it, it, that has been a lifesaver. I can leave them together yeah. to yeah. do their own thing. And I'm not having to just... Play. Play, yeah. Which is fine. I like play. Yeah. But in... You know, sometimes it's nice to sit down and <laughs> have, have a, a cup of tea, cup of tea and a biscuit and a sleep. So um, I think that's it. I think that's a, a good place to stop it. And you, they can people who want to find out about your work, emmacritchley dot com. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else they should look? Well, Instagram. Even Instagram. though I just said I'm terrible at it, I do I do use it yeah. for work. So that's quite a good. And especially like the project that I'm doing now, what the work that I'm doing, I'll, I'll post about. Do I that. follow you on Instagram? I don't know whether we do. Well, maybe I do, and because you, you don't. Yes. <laughs> Nothing comes up. That's like, um, um, it. Thanks for listening. Uh, go and check out Emma's work, uh, and we'll see you next time on Poet Ruffle. Thanks very much. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Poet Waffle was written and presented by Daniel Cockrell Original concept by Jack White Music and audio production by Julian Ward Artwork by Damien Wayhill And technical support from Laurie Eaves.